2: met a river boat dealer that could ever be a friend of mine. I have. Absolutely not. Never treats me kind, it leaves trouble on my mind. So I'm bidding farewell, putting in my nose. And I'll see you right another time. This highway. this highway does not know my name, and I don't care. Nope. I
3: don't, I don't care.
2: Head in my way for another place and I got three good tires. Right to the hook right here. Just a white line to get out of Mississippi with just enough gas to keep there. Low budget live. Not so live.
3: From the low budget live bar and grill. Here in rainy old southern Middle Tennessee today And this is the podcast for November the 1st, 2021 You heard it right, November, November the 1st It's crazy to think this year has been a, uh, a wild one, to say the very least And we are winding down, man, two more months Two more months of, uh, you know, just trying to... Uh, Trying to keep it rolling, trying to keep it rolling. We got, I got, uh, as you listen to this, I'll be in Lake Charles, Louisiana, up on Cripple Creek down there with uh, the boys from Express Boats and uh, having a good time at a dealer retreat. Recording this a little bit early because I got to be driving down to that Lake Charles area, going down to Gros Savant. Somewhere, man, I have dreamed about going So we're going to finish this year off strong We got that And then, uh, of course, next week The final showdown, the MPFL championship Over at Lake Nickajack On the Tennessee River Top 25 from the MPFL points So, busy two weeks And then, um, hopefully Hopefully, deer hunting takes place Because I haven't been this year, man I haven't I've been seeing some uh, some of y'all out there Really been getting after it already, and and seeing some big deer on the ground. But your boy has—I've sat in a tree one time, man. I'm embarrassed. Just haven't been that fired up about it this year. I, I don't know why. I don't have uh, any of y'all listening to this. Y'all know you you get them those target deer on camera, and and you get fired up about. It. I just don't have anything like that this year. So, you know, hoping that the rut brings that around. And um, normally, where I live, that's around thanksgiving so it can bring some new deer our way whether that's here at the house or one of the farms I hunt so fingers crossed for right now um no bueno so far <laughs> no freaking bueno want to kick the show off today with the sponsors got to thank these sponsors before we jump on into everything we got to talk about and we do have a lot to talk about but first and foremost the fine folks at Star-tron. Starbright down there in Fort Lauderdale, Florida Bringing you low budget live Going on four years now But more importantly than that Ladies and gentlemen As these seasons turn Startron not only brings you low budget live But they kick ethanol in the teeth You putting that You putting that lawn equipment away You weed it or you chainsaw your lawnmower Don't let ethanol mess it up that way Whenever your wife gets on you next spring And they're and, and, She's all up in your business before you can go fishing by cleaning up the damn yard, and you're you, you go to crank that weed eater and it won't crank because you didn't use Startron. That's on you because they kick ethanol in the teeth day in and day out. If your boat is going to sit idle in the garage for weeks, months at a time, coming up depending on what time of the you know what part of the country you live in. A lot of folks, like myself, I fish I fish a lot in the winter. But if you're not keeping that thing moving, you better drop you some Startron in the tank. Keep ethanol from uh, gumming up the works. But we appreciate Startron for bringing you low-budget live and low-budget live not so live for the last few years. All right, Sims. Sims. It is getting to be Sims weather around here. We've had a lot of rain, and we have had a lot of cold. And by cold, for me, I mean, like, Low forties because uh, I'm I'm not the kind to especially now with this bald head man I I ain't I ain't out there roaming around I'm gonna have to order me another another couple layers from Sims just because uh, these first few nights we've had that's been a little chilly your boy's not handling it well but the folks at Sims can get you decked out if you were going to be in the elements out there whether that's waiters if you're out there duck hunting. Maybe you're doing a little fly fishing this winter For some trout or something I don't know I don't know who all listens to this program What all hobbies you folks have But they got you covered Layering gear Waders Rain suits Sun protection If you're somebody that's fortunate enough to need it Through these winter months Maybe going to Mexico Maybe maybe going down to, to Cabo To enjoy yourself Get you one of them Solar Flex hoodies But the folks at Sims Want me to remind all you low lifers? You get one life. Fish it well. And they've got a documentary right now that they just they put together. It's on their YouTube called Hardlined about the striper fishery that is the East Coast, and it's kind of declining. And uh, I watched that this morning. Very very cool. And it's it's awesome to partner with people like Sims, like Costa that do care about conservation. That is uh, that that is it makes me proud. It's something to hang their hat on. Certainly something to hang mine on as well. That they, uh, they do care, you know and, and, and look, I know a lot of us are like, well, what about Stripers, you know, we're bass fishermen or whatever But no, I think as as anglers We've all got to be worried about What's going on, right Whether that's red snapper in the Gulf of Mexico Regulations or East Coast, you know uh, Northeast striper Battles that these folks are going through Or the clean water struggles That we see down in Florida, different things Man, it, it, all, it all matters um, And as you all know, I don't dis, I don't agree with everything that Bass Pro Shops does in the world, but I do think that the the slogan it, they had it as a kid, and I think about this every single time I go by a creek. I know this time of year, especially with the leaves falling, but we all live downstream. Remember that. We all live downstream. It's something that always stuck with me as a kid popped up on Bass Pro Shops ads. You know, we all live downstream with a little leaf floating down a creek, but we do, it's all tied together. So Sims. That's a little more than a sponsor plug, but Sims, uh, they they put their money where their mouth is. It's it's really cool to see most of the time uh, all the projects they got going, man. So make sure you're following them on all social media, YouTube, and the like Pro Guide Batteries, the fine folks at Pro Guide Batteries making some new lithium batteries just introduced at iCast this year. They weigh half. Of what their AGMs weigh I've been running the AGMs this year Up until that point I'm still running the AGM cranking You're going to want to go to ProGuyBatteries.com Use code LBL10 For 10% off And get that power That you deserve To that trolling motor To those electronics Go get it, go get it, LBL10 Batteries. And last but not least Certainly not least the best thing that has happened to me In 2021 I dare say There's been a lot of really good things that have happened But Partnering up with Express Boats And getting the fish out of that X-21 this year Has been awesome And like I said As you guys are listening to this I get the pleasure of taking out some Express dealers This coming week Hopefully some low lifers Hopefully some of them um, Are actually low lifers you know. And, and cannot wait to spend some time With the Express Boats crew at a wonderful place And I will report back, of course, next week At how awesome Gross Savant is But I'm going to go down and get do some Louisiana fishing Out of that X-21 uh, Maybe even some saltwater fishing out of it as well down there So we'll, we'll see um, There's a lot of opportunities down there in that part of the world and, uh, and it's going to be me and Caleb Summerall And Dale Hightower And my man Brandon Dillard from, uh, If y'all don't follow Brandon, man You need to go give him a follow over there He's in that uh, Lake Louisville, that East Texas area, and he catches them steady all the time. If you like seeing pictures of big bass, which we all do, you're going to want to go follow Brandon. But going to get to spend some time with those guys and uh, a lot of the family there at Express, and looking forward to getting together with the with the with the crew, with the crew. But uh, haven't been in the Express enough lately, and uh, I will touch on that momentarily. But I really appreciate uh, all their support. Through craziness this year. Those guys have my back and and they uh you know, folks like Rory Herndon and Clay Connor, Cole Reed there, uh shout out Cole. There, there's and more than I can name on a podcast. There are a lot of really great people, and they have been building excitement since 1966. So thanks to the uh, folks at Express Boats, Hot Springs, Arkansas. All right. Okay, we're gonna um uh, I got a really good guest today that I'm that I'm pumped about, and I've had him on. He's a repeat offender. He's a repeat offender. We're gonna get him on the hook, get him on that eagle claw hook here in just a little bit. But uh, seen so last week, I said you know I'd been I've been kind of social media absent um, for a lot of reasons, and and so I want to almost kind of start with that. But then a lot of you reached out, and I can't tell you I can't even get back to all of you. Uh, like I should be able to Honestly And there's so many of y'all That reach out that, that truly care And support Everything that I do And, and it means a ton Like I, I want to make sure You understand that And a lot, But a lot of folks Reached out about Grand Lake I didn't see in the standings For Grand Lake Didn't That last Bassmaster open Because I re- did record Last week's show Before I left And unfortunately um, I recorded it Before a lot of things Happened in life And uh, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I feel like we've had too many Debbie Downer LBLs this year, uh, unfortunately. But I think that happens as you get older. I was talking to a good friend of mine about this yesterday. Things just happen. Like as you, it, you know, reality, I guess, sets in a lot as you get older in life, and 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 the friends around you get older, and, and things happen. But um, what happened to cause me to leave Grand Lake and come home was something that. I still today uh november 1st can't wrap my head around uh don't know that I will it, it Just it, it makes no sense man and and it uh Uh just long story short Without going a lot over a lot of the details I have a uh You know it's been a crazy two weeks anyways with you know everything that you guys have seen on here and just online and And a lot of other things behind the scenes that people haven't seen in life um regarding like my day-to-day career and different things like there's just lots of changes going on in life and and um and it's just you know it's a lot it's a lot to deal with and um and kind of process through and whatever for me right now and um all that being said you know Smith Lake had a had a rough tournament down there for the most part was proud of how I kind of rebounded on day two Day one sucked, and then you know that was in the middle of all the you know the Turkla BS um, that just spilled over into my family and all that. And it's just no no good, um, and so that happens. And then I you know I I got my stuff ready to go to Grand, and I and I was I was ready to pull out of the driveway. Um, and a couple days before I left, a, f- a friend, a guy I've known pretty much my entire life, by the name of Mark Fields, um, our kids, his daughter is a senior. With my son Charlie, my stepson Charlie And um, my stepson Weston My youngest stepson and Mark's son Braden Are freshmen in high school together My wife and Mark's wife are friends Um, But this guy is a couple years older than me But we we grew up around each other together And he's coached my kids ball teams And you know just a lot And uh, Mark was a a journeyman lineman here for our power system. He raced cars, dirt track race. That was his love. F-26 was his number. You see it plastered around my my little hometown here. A lot of folks when I was in high school used to rock his number on their trucks. That was the cool thing to do, right? And he just had a, an immense amount of support always, and he was a very charismatic man, loving father, loving husband, and, you know, 42, 43 years old. And a couple days before I left to go to Grand, he was shot, and he lives in a, you know, this, this these are things that do not happen where I live. Okay, they just don't. And um, he lives in a great neighborhood, a neighborhood that he grew up in, next door to his to his folks. You know, just kind of hometown. You know, if you live in a small hometown, just think about a lot of the folks you know, and that's Mark and his family. And his dad ran a car lot here in our hometown my entire life. Like, just everybody's intertwined with this family. And he was shot in his neighborhood and in his yard by a man that was his next door neighbor over a dog. <laughs> as as stupid and as crazy as that sounds, this piece of garbage. Shot at his dog. Mark and a couple other uh guys I know were were actually in his shop getting ready for his daughter's to build his daughter's homecoming float. It's homecoming week here in Lawrenceburg, Tennessee. Last week. And uh they were getting ready to do that. And he went outside, the guy had shot, and he goes outside. And I don't know all the dirty details and I and I'm not gonna, you know, get into it, but this man turned turned and shot at him. And unfortunately was successful and, and did multiple times uh, with a 22 then he turned it on himself because he realized I guess what he had done and and couldn't deal with it um, but it wasn't one of those just shoot one time my man decided to shoot multiple 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 times and and uh, he made it but mark didn't and uh, mark unfortunately, he got a good report the morning. I, I waited a while. My, my family just wasn't dealing well with it, and neither was I. And I waited until the last possible minute, and I left for Grant on Sunday afternoon about 1 or 2 o'clock. It's a 9 or 10-hour drive for me. So I got out there, you know, almost midnight, and Marissa reached out when I got out there to tell me that Mark had an inoperable brain bleed that night, and he wasn't going to make it. And um, you know, I I got up and I practiced Monday morning for a little bit. I talked to uh, my buddies Sam, George, and Justin Atkins, and I and I called Brad Knight. And you know, I just I kicked it around, and and I was talking to Marissa a lot. And I was talking to my kids, and and just the level of hurt that everybody was. And uh, you know, I practiced around there, and I look up at like five o'clock, and I I just made like a gigantic circle. <laughs> Right there around Wolf Creek at Grand Lake I had not gone very many places all day long And uh, I decided for me and my family That I needed to withdraw from the event and go home Just couldn't get it together, man, I couldn't And uh, and that's just full disclosure And and I felt like I needed to be in my community I felt like I was very selfish at being at a bass fishing event Ten hours away while everybody at home was dealing with all of this And not knowing how to deal with it And not knowing how to process something so freaking senseless And so I came home I came home I called Chris Bowes And uh, told him And I have to say a huge shout out to Bass And to Chris Bowes He just got a promotion I want to congratulate him on that But they, they are fantastic people to work with and they run those opens are absolutely. I've mentioned it here several times, but they are ran to precision, and uh, it, it really. I don't agree with everything all the time, you know. But but really, they they he's a class act man, and and uh, I talked to him, and I came on home, um, you know, and. And it and it it was hard that was a hard decision for me because i i I love it so much and really tournaments are a distraction from for me from reality a lot of times right like it just is like fishing is that for so many of us and I just couldn't do it man I couldn't do it so I came home and and uh, been with family and uh yeah yeah we buried mark on on this past Sunday and um Hard man. It was one of the hardest, you know, funeral services I've ever or will ever sit through. And uh, you know, my thoughts and prayers go out to his his lovely wife and his two kids because it's just it's not fair. It's not fair. So uh, but that's that's why, you know, that's that's going into a lot of detail about life, but that's why I left Grand Lake. It's too much going on sometimes. That's that's real life, right? You know, I joke about that. The internet's not a real place or you know the bass fishing world is not a real place, but it's very real to all of us. Uh, you know that tournament world we all take it very serious, or you wouldn't be here right now, and I wouldn't be doing this right. It is a, it is a, you know, it's our life. But there are some times that it it definitely needs to take a back seat to real things, and that's uh, you know, that was one of those weeks. So, but I appreciate again everybody that reached out, everybody that texted, everybody that you know, like, hey, what's going on and and I finally kind of I came back a couple You know Three or four days ago To social media And made a post about it um, And I hadn't been You know I hadn't been on there much I hadn't been on there much And And uh, made a post And just to kind of Let everybody know Where I was at And, and um, Because of the concern And I, I appreciate Each and every one of you So Alright Appreciate you Appreciate all of you and so many of y'all commented when you saw my post about Mark about, you know, thoughts and prayers and you were tagging his wife. And uh, and that means a lot. It means a lot, you know. And I, I hope his I hope his kids feel that. I hope his uh, his his mom and dad, his sister, his brother in law, John, they're all good friends. And I, I hope they feel that love. And I and I know they did from our community. You know, out of the dark always comes a light, right? And um And we saw that in that funeral service. It it uh, was—I don't know, man. It was—it was was much needed for me to see that kind of overwhelming positivity in my town. It was—it was—it was was something. It was something. So, uh, rest in peace to F twenty six. This old town will never be the same. That is for sure. All right. So, moving on. Moving on. Congratulations are in order for several people before we get to our guest of the day of the hour here. But a huge congratulations to Nick LeBron. Nick LeBoom is wow. Chris Jones used to call him Nick LeBron. He LeBron James. He was uh, he was in contention at Smith Lake in the Central Open. Made the top ten, was leading it going in the final day. Then has a you know a tough final day. Of course, Jay Prize ends up winning that event, but goes out to Grand Man and just uh, my my buddy MPFL angler John Sokup was leading it going to day three. and Nick just said, no, no, this is this is my time. This is my time now, and I uh, won the thing, man, in in big fashion. He he was catching bigs on Fox Sports fs1 it was very cool very cool to see uh for nick nick's a very very nice guy i don't know nick well i've been around nick obviously at events between flw and uh and and the like but Bassmaster opens but he's he's a fine fella and uh congratulations to nick on that congratulations to all the opens qualifiers there were several uh Congrats to my little buddy Sammy George on a great year. He, the way Bass did it this year, he came up short on making the elites in the overall. He finished fourth by 10 points. Jacob Prosnick double qualified, which is just incredible to even say. But Prosnick won the Opens AOI, and he finished third in the Centrals, which double qualified him. But Bass's rule states they go, I think it's a rule, um or their policy, whatever. I think they let everybody know at the first of the opens this year in the Southerns. But they called down the central points list. So my buddy Joseph Webster benefits. He gets in, um, which he's well-deserving veteran guy. But they don't call down. They did the same thing last year. But they don't call down in that overall – list of guys that fish nine opens that spent that money that don't just fish more and i understand why people just fish one division i did it this year it's all i've got time for i hope i've even got time for one next year right but i do feel like it penalized sam big time big time uh you know he he paid that money fished all over the country and look i would say this i said this last year even if it wasn't somebody that I know, what they, the blood, sweat, and tears they put into this, but it sucks. And they are, to Bass's credit, changing it for next year. Of course, when you're a guy like Sam, it's too little, too late. You hear that, and it and it sucks. It sucks. Uh, I do think that. I feel like in in the opens that you should have to fish all of them to qualify for the Elite Series. After fishing them And after being around I, I do think And that, that doesn't work out For everybody But to me If you are going to Pursue a career As an elite series angler You gotta be able to fish More than just three tournaments Time wise You know Text our guest Alright Alright I'm always running late when I tell somebody a time I'm always running late but uh uh but I you know I feel bad for Sam man because I it's it's a roller coaster I am I talk to Sam every practice I talk to Sam you know at all the events he fishes not just the ones I I fished this year but I talked to Sam a lot you know we roomed together on tour the last year I fished been knowing Sam since he was like 12 years old and I don't know mentally how you overcome that getting so close, because dude, he had a hell of a year. Now he had he had a couple of rough finishes, but out of nine tournaments with two hundred and something boats from freaking New York to Florida and everywhere in between, like you're, it's gonna happen, and you're not allowed to have one bad day in those opens. But uh, and look, all the all the folks that got it done, you know, congratulations, a million percent. The man we're gonna talk to today got it done, just like Josh Douglas got it done, just like Jacob Rosnick, but. In the end, Sammy came up a little short, and that's one fish somewhere. That's one fish at Smith. He struggled there, struggled at the James River, but Bass, glad to hear they're changing that rule because I'd like to see them take, like, whatever the number is, nine or ten guys out of that overall list. That puts more emphasis on guys fishing all of the events. But congrats to all. That. that is that is such a feat uh, to, to make it, to qualify points-wise. Like, just holy crap, that central division was such a – Roller coaster at that last event. There were guys that caught them. There were guys that weren't just bombing the event, but man, they fell out of it. Points. It, it was crazy to see because Joseph Webster had the lead going in, and then all of a sudden he's in like sixth after day one. It, it was crazy to keep up with. And if you're a bass fishing nerd like myself, but huge congrats to all the guys that made it. Bummed out for my buddy Sammy. Uh, he he deserves his chance over there, and he'll get back. He'll get back there. Uh, I know the future holds a lot of, a lot of good bass fishing uh, wealth and fame for my buddy Sammy George, to say the least. Uh, one quick thing before we get our guest. Another con- set of congratulations. All-American qualifiers. I'm not going to go through the list. Just going to name the folks that, that, that I know. And huge congratulations to J.K., Justin Kimmel from BassU. He's going to fish the NPFL next year. Making the all-American such a hard tournament to make and prestigious tournament. But then uh, another guy that made it to the same regional. And this is just when I dip back into social media, I didn't even, I'm late on all this. Laker Howe, Randy Howe's son, his oldest son, Laker. You know, the first big kind of victory, quote, in fishing that Randy had was making the all-american at Pretty much the same, maybe younger than like I think Randy sets holds the record of being like 16 years old making it. but uh, pretty, pretty awesome to see, man, right there. Laker's a good kid, and uh, I know Randy and Robin are super pumped about that. Maybe he can go win him 100 G's out there in that gum. I think it's in hot springs next year, Lake Hamilton. No else is in the hot springs, express boats, the same. Alright, my guest today is a young man that He's been on the show one time before, and believe it was last year I don't know, I should keep some kind of record, I don't know But I had him on, he won a Yeah, I think he won back-to-back week. Yeah, he won a college event and then a Toyota event Back-to-back weeks down in Toledo Bend He's a Missouri angler and it blew my mind I mean just reading about it Like he was He was live scoping And it was like standalone pattern Was just very different Than everybody else And then I watched a video Of him talk Kind of talking through it And I was like Holy cow This kid Is something man He, he just kind of Stands out Right And then uh, I, I got to know him A little bit better I Had him on the podcast Of course And was just Blown away Talking to him And then I've had the fortune of getting to know him a little bit better through the opens this year. And then he went and won the central division points and is going to the elite series. He fished the pro circuit this year over there with MLFLW and he's moving on, man. He's he's going to the Bassmaster elite series and we're going to chat it up with him right now, right now, Mr. Actually, I was calling the wrong person. Hit the wrong button, guys. We're going to talk to him right now, Mr. Cody Huff. See if we can hear him.
0: What's going on?
3: What's going on, Cody Huff? Nothing like, uh, nothing like, I'm, I'm like three or four minutes late. We're okay. I had a. You know, I had to leave Grand because of an, an emergency here in my hometown, and I was trying to explain that to folks because I haven't done a podcast since. And then that got me rambling about all kind of other stuff. And then here we are, <laughs> with Cody up. You know how you know how this low budget life goes. <laughs> hey,
0: that's what it is, man. Low budget life; you can't have it any different.
3: That's right. That's that's how it's going to go. But man, I, I talked about in the beginning. We were, um, you know, I didn't know a lot about you. I'd heard your name through the ranks. In college and stuff And then you won to lead a Ben in a college event And then you're like Well hey I don't have anything else Going on next week uh, Well I think I'll go back down there And just win a Toyota Series So you did that And then I was like This dude right here You better be paying attention to So Reached out to you Got you on the podcast And and absolutely loved our, our talk And then I've gotten to know you A little bit better this year Fishing the Opens I've been fortunate enough To run into you at those And, and uh, dude I just I want to start by saying all that But to say Freaking congratulations, dude It is, It is those opens are so hard And you won that Central Division Points title
0: Yeah, man I Coming into that last tournament I didn't really, I didn't really even know it was possible You know, I did, but I really did I was like, eh, you know I know how these guys are, they're not going to slip a whole lot But I'm just going to go you Just go fishing and hope I can have the best tournament possible And man, it all just went my favor
3: Another top ten <laughs>
0: Yeah, it was awesome. It was a good week. It was, uh, it went way better than expected. You know how practicing is on those shallow places like that. Just I I never got a few know, bites right? Doing this, few bites doing that. Never really set the hook on anything. So I was like, yeah, we'll see
3: how it goes. So you did commit just fully, and I and I watched you a little bit there on FS1, and then I, I saw some of the baits you were throwing on on Basses Galleries and stuff. But you did just fully commit to shallow water.
0: I mean, basically, I, that's what I ended up having to do. But I, I actually got on some spoon fish and practiced. Uh, I found, like, four schools that I, I really thought I'd go back to and catch three pounders out of. Wow. I thought man, I, go, I can go do this after I, you know, get three or four good ones shallow and then maybe go do this and catch a few good ones doing this. But uh, we just never really, I don't know, I, they never really worked for me. I don't know what the deal was, but I, I never could relocate them. Uh, I actually spent about an hour looking for them. Uh, on about all three days of the tournament And huh. they, uh, I, ne- I never ran back into them And I really thought out of like five schools I could I could surely run back into them Sometime or another But I never did Do you,
3: Is that those, those deeper schools Having been to Grand Is that more of a lower end thing Because of the water clarity Because man where I, I, I only got to practice one day And then obviously I had to, had to come home But yeah. the water color was just awful <laughs> Where I yeah, was at it,
0: yeah, that mid lake up area was pretty blown out, so I kind of got back down to where the where the water was normal, you know. Um, I really didn't think the dirty water would affect the fish as much as it did, but I, heck, I couldn't get bit in. I just did no good at all when I was in that dirty water.
3: We we were there for a tour event in 2019, and one of if if not the toughest tournament I've ever fished. It was right up there, and I think I weighed five in two days, and I missed a $10,000 check by just ounces. And That's incredible. Yeah, and when you got bit, it was a big one. Like, I think my five weighed like 18. I don't remember. I caught a seven-pounder the last day, but like, dude, it was so hard to get bit, but this was almost the first week of April, but the yeah. water, you know, from the river to the dam was so dirty, and uh, I think Jeremy Lawyer actually ended up winning that event, but yeah. Um, like he wins a lot of them out in that region. Uh, right. it's just kind of just happens, but dude, it was so that lake frustrates me because of of those situations like the, in dirty water. You're like, it's Oklahoma. You guys shouldn't be yeah. affected by this,
0: right. <laughs> but they no, get that,
3: that way on that place.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know a whole lot about grand, believe it or not. That's actually the first tournament I've ever fished on grand. Uh, it's only about two hours and 45 minutes from my house, but. Uh, you know, we got so many other good places to fish. I don't ever go out there, so I, I'm not going to sit here and act like I know everything about right. that place. Cause I don't at all. So I mean, I just, you know, everybody you talk to from around there, you know, it's it's got good color all the time, kind of like the Ozarks color. Mm-hmm. You'd think, I mean, they just it wouldn't bother them, but it it sure seems to affect them. Those those fish are crazy picky on that place. Man. I guess they. Should, Get so much pressure, you know what I mean? I don't blame
3: them, uh, yeah. No, that, that's that's right, and it's so funny that you just said that about live two hours. That was a quote I read from you on bassmaster.com. You said, Listen, I've never even been here, <laughs> like, I'm an Ozarks <laughs> guy, but like, this is kind of in the Ozarks, but not really. And it does kind of, there are a lot of guys from that general area that do fish grand because it comes up in y'all's regional, you know, like yeah. team tournament yeah. stuff or BFLs or whatever. But yeah. it, I always think it is funny that it's kind of lumped into that Ozarks-type lake. It's, but it's really not.
0: No, no it's not. It's, uh, but like you said, it's always in some of our championships or, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. They always end up taking us there. And I've been so busy, I don't have time to fish a lot of those anywhere. Right. So I, don't, so I don't ever get to go out there. But that place is crazy similar to just a Benny Lake, the Ozarks. Because that's kind of that's kind of how I treated it this week, and I mean it was just it was scary how similar it was.
3: That's 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 interesting. You know, I've never fished Lake of the Ozarks um, in my entire life, which is in all my travels kind of surprises me. Uh, I've got good friends. I've worked up there for TH Marine in that general. I've never put a boat in on Lake of the Ozarks, not one time. But I, but I heard the same thing in our MPFL there, Brandon Perkins. was doing well in the tournament was leading our angler of the year until the last day he told me that when i was interviewing him for our live coverage he said lake of the ozarks he said i've never been here this place reminds me of lake of the ozarks he said i'm doing the exact same thing that i do when i go there this time of year to get bit and it's working and and that's interesting how that can play out in certain regions of the country right
0: no absolutely it's a It's a cool place. I mean, I like it. I'll be friends with Grand now. We're yeah, friends. you guys are close. We get along for now. Yeah, <laughs> it's all good.
3: What you really want, though, you really want these tournament trails to to come to Bull Shoals, though, right?
0: Oh, God. I'm just <laughs> dying for it, slobbering for it. I, one of these, they'll, I know it'll happen. It's just how it is. They've done it in the college, and the college started doing especially The one week they come, they come in the middle of April. When every fish in the whole lake is on the bush. yeah, yeah, and it's like, (laughs) yeah,
3: and everybody catches them.
0: Everybody destroys them, you know. That's just fourteen pounds for
3: everybody. Just go get, yeah, yeah. Just you wake up with it in your live well. You leave the dang Ramada hotel there, mountain home or whatever, and you got (laughs) fourteen pounds. That's it. It is true, man. But that is where. You cut your teeth, I know we talked about it before And you and I have talked about it a lot in person it, It's impressive, and if y'all Listening, you you don't follow Cody on social Media, please make sure you are, he's, he's Fixing to head into a a journey On the Elite Series, and I've been keeping up With him ever since I got to know him, and he posts some impressive stuff This man is a Big bass snatcher And a deer killer And he is uh, Kind of everything in between Man I, I'm jealous That he's so young And he just gets it done All the time But but you weigh in Some impressive stringers On Bull Shoals Man
0: Man I'm telling you Honestly It is probably One of the most Underrated lakes In the country Because this place Is scary I mean There are big ones And it's It's just getting Better and better I mean It it's kind of a cool lake. It doesn't set up like any other lake around. It's uh, it's a catch-all for all these other lakes on the White River chain. Mm-hmm. So a lot of a lot of the times it's flooded. I mean, it'll get right. you know 30, 40 feet to stay that way. So as much as this thing changes, the fish change with it. Every water level is different. There's different places you can catch them at every water level. You got to remember all that stuff. You know. Oh yeah. And it's it's cool. I mean, there are more three to five pounders in this place i would almost say there's as many as there are in a, in a pickwick or something like that to be real honest with you because that, that's i amazing. mean having this all the water levels changing and having all this cover in the water we've got 30 feet of bushes that's just like having hydrilla i mean they have all the cover in the world to survive i agree what what so is m- pretty uh, pretty special
3: what makes those white river lakes though they're notorious for changing why do they change? I, and I'm talking about from one not from year one year to the next, obviously, which they do. But I'm talking about day to day. Like they can, you can be standing on there on that stage holding up two five pound largemouth oh, on yeah. bull shoals, and then the next day you're like, well, um, yeah, I don't know what happened, but
0: but That's they're notorious exactly, for that, man. Why yeah, is that? they are? You know, I really I think it's the over. I think they're so concentrated on thread fin. On all hmm. these places because I mean, we have a lot of gizzards, but you know, the main forage is thread thin and they just they're swimming all the time. You know what I mean? they just yeah. they don't hang out one place. I don't know, it's hard to say, but those clear water fish, they could just get in the mood and not want to bite.
3: Pour you a little know, bit of pressure, a little bit of noise, a yeah. little bit of something. Yeah, there, there's you know, from fishing beaver for years, I've fished table rock a lot, uh, fish bull shoals a, uh, a couple times out, yeah. you know, working, uh, used to obviously was with Ranger Boats for a while, but then working out there in that region for TH, it's been my territory for like eight years. So I, I've done some poking around out there on yeah. Bull Shoals, and, and it is an impressive fishery that I don't understand why it doesn't get the the mainstream tournament love that a yeah. lot of – because it's a great venue, man. It's a big lake. It's It's got anything you could want for drama for yeah. for big-time tournament fishing.
0: Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. I mean, I think if we had any towns, you know – decently close they'd have a little more but you know I, I don't know why but it doesn't seem like anybody wants to drive to mountain home even though it's you know 15 minutes from the dam they act like that's too far yeah so, uh, hey I, whatever i mean that's probably what keeps this place good i was know? gonna like, say to never see a boat
3: yeah we're, like. yeah we're all tournament fishermen and we all tend to go man i don't know why we don't have tournaments there but it's it's really it's probably a blessing in, in disguise yeah, there that you don't – Now, as a fan of the sport and following the sport and everything, and, and I like to go to Good Lakes, yeah, I'd love for them to have an open or something I can go fish there and have an opportunity to, to uh, compete on a place like that. But right. I've seen what pressure does to Pickwick. I've seen what it does to Gunnersville, yeah. Chickamauga, all these – even even places like St. Clair or the St. Yeah. Lawrence River, you see what tournament pressure does to these places, and it, and it certainly – can hurt so that's it. Uh, that's all we're going to talk about about bull shoals. Y'all forget you heard that. Uh, <laughs> and I'm gonna make Cody take me fishing there when people uh forget that we even said anything we just said about bull shoals. Right. But I, I do have a lot of good friends in that area, and they're all they all tell me the same thing like this place is it's special. Uh, yeah, well, well, dude, to be uh, to be your age and to be in the position you're in, I just gotta know. Leading the points Winning the points I mean dude How are you feeling Headed in You got till Basically February To kind of get your Butt in gear here uh, To get ready to fish The Bassmaster Freaking Elite Series man
0: Dude I am on cloud nine To say the least It's kind of It's kind of one of those things It's hard to even understand That you made it You know what I mean I can I just be You know the first tournament You get out there And all the guys That I've always looked out always look up looked up to her there, you know. I'll kind of look around and go, Well, you know, this actually is the big show.
2: <laughs> Here we go. It's time. Yeah.
3: It's time. Did did you get a call? I have to know this, because on the first podcast we did, and this has been documented in other articles with you and stuff, but uh, how long did it take before Mr. Clun reached out to you?
0: Uh he's man, he's usually pretty good about uh, you know, after every tournament, he kinda he gives it a day, you know what I mean? He kind of lets He knows it the drill through. Oh, yeah, he's been – you know, it's happened to him a million times. You know, he gets blown up. and But he called me that night whenever I was driving home after the final day. We got to we got to visit about it. That's uh, just really a pretty special deal. I've always – I so just dreamed cool. of getting fish against him, you know what I mean, on the elites, and I'm glad I'm going to get the chance.
3: Now, are you going to stay – are you guys going to talk? Are you going to – I mean, how does that work? Because now it's like – the the mentor and, and the, you know, the student and the teacher or whatever now he's like, That gummit, Cody's coming for my money, son.
0: How's that Man, gonna work? I, I hope he I hope he still points me in the right direction. I, <laughs> I'm sure he will. But, you know, I think that'll be that'll be pretty awesome because you know how it is in all these circuits, you know, you're not allowed to get information. That's so right. We're gonna go to some of these places that I don't I don't know a thing about. So I mean that's gonna be pretty awesome to have somebody I can actually trust on tour that's been to these places that it's okay to talk to, you know what I mean?
3: That's last name is Clun.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's last name is Clun.
3: Who is the bass fishing encyclopedia <laughs> from yeah. A to Z, in my opinion, from, you know, yeah. man.
0: It remembers the, every article that's ever been published about that lake. Yes. When, who's ever won in time?
3: so so incredible man that that is uh that was one of my my favorite things because i really i didn't know that until you came on the podcast i just knew you guys were from the same area same town even and you're like oh actually you know Clun is is a is as a friend and a mentor and i'm like oh my gosh man that gave me chills and so i i wondered about that that night when i see that you made it i thought man i know Clun is so pumped for cody in this situation man
0: he definitely is i I tell you what, I, after, uh, I think it was the second day weigh-in. Well, he texted me the first day, too, but the second day, I get a text from Paul and Nick. as soon as I weigh in. Yeah. I just walked walked off the stage. He said, game over. And, mm. you know, that just sent chills down my so spine. So cool. I was like, golly, man. I, like, so many of these guys are just – they're such good guys, and they're looking out for you. It's just it's special.
3: Well, man, I think it, it comes down to – because, I, like I said, I've gotten to know you, been around you, and and – I think it's that old. It's kind of a cliche saying, but that real recognizes real. And I yeah. think that these guys, man you you do have what it takes, and you are a young man, and but you have such a bright future in this. And guys like Brandon and Rick and and many others, they recognize that man. And you put in the work. You do things your way, and and it's all falling into place, dude. I, I think it's 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 so awesome to see. Um, as you get ready, talking about that no information and all that, do you look ahead? I mean, have you already started? I mean, Grand's over. We're in the off season. I know you're a big deer hunter, but are you like, uh, maybe I should start taking a look at some of these lakes? Like, what what's your progression now that you're running through getting ready for the Elite Series?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's all so new to me. I don't really even know. I'd be lying if I told you right now. But, I mean, I've definitely I've been looking the schedule over, thinking things over, seeing where I've been, where I haven't been. Uh, I, I really think this year, I'm for the most part, I'm going to try to just concentrate on the elites and not fish anything else. You know what I mean? The last couple of years, I've fished everything.
3: Everything, yeah.
0: And I think it will be really nice to just be able to concentrate on it and not trying to get any higher. You know, that's where we're at the top of the top. We don't have to go fish this trail and this trail and everything just to try to make it you know what I mean that's like I I can concentrate on these these tournaments that I've got on my schedule right now and just put everything into those
3: that that's that's probably a very wise move I would say Um, you know and and everybody faces you know looks at it differently some guys fish as much as they can fish and they think that helps them but man I just think that is such a big task in that elite series because because those guys, like you said, top of the sport, they're they're going to catch them every single time. So you got to bring it. So I think that is wise. Will you do any pre you know pre fish trips at all before cutoffs, anything like that?
0: Um, you know, I, I probably will for some of uh, just a few of those ones I've never been to. If they're not just you know crazy crazy far, if I can if I can get away with it, and have a you know some time freed up in the schedule, I think uh, I think that's definitely not a bad idea
3: yeah absolutely man well well then what one last topic just just uh and i appreciate your time man so much and this is something that i know you get asked i get asked a ton but i think people listen especially young folks from a sponsor perspective have you seen because we all you know we chase that carrot whether it's the elite series bpt whatever the case is you've reached that level do you have that sponsor support for year one have people made additional commitments to you since grand are you still trying to nail some of those things i know this is very soon after grand but 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 are things in motion for you in that sense because i know you've had the support of bass pro and nitro you've been you've been with them a while garmin different companies but are you seeing that already
0: yeah i definitely am uh there's definitely uh I turn in the tables, you can tell the attitudes get a little different <laughs> whenever I love, I love you know, that, something man. of this nature happens. I so love that's, that. Uh, that's good. That's, uh, everything's been going well so far. We've got, you know, we don't have everything just nailed down completely. A lot of us are still talking things over. But uh, uh, on the other hand, I've talked to several of my partners, and they're all in. You know, they're That's awesome. To death and they're doing everything they can do to help. And I'm just very, very thankful.
3: The, the isn't it funny you said the tides have turned, darkness? That's what you said. The dang uh the tables have turned, the beggars get begged all of a sudden.
2: <laughs> but it is
3: it is what, you know, because we all are. We the fisherman's handshake, and if you're watching this, you can yeah. see me. The fisherman's handshake, we all got our hands out like, hey, what can you give me? And that is at every stage of fishing. That's what makes this all possible. So yeah. it is nice to hear because there are a lot of guys. When they first make that elite series that you hear the you hear the nightmares of this and it's just how the industry works because there are so many great anglers and there's so many great influencers that aren't tournament fishermen marketing dollars right. get split up and just because you make the elite series a lot of times doesn't mean that but I think for you a guy that's worked so hard you've got your face out there man you have been absolutely killing it uh it's gr- it's great to hear that you're going to have um, you know, people on your side, man, that's, 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 it's very funny though. You're like, yeah, the conversations are a little different now. <laughs> I yeah, love that. I mean, man.
0: I, I think it's just, it's all, you know, it's like God has placed every little, every little piece in order, just at the perfect time, everything's happened. You know what I mean? Just along this whole journey.
2: That's and awesome,
0: like, man. same, same deal this week. You know, I've, I've worked with these companies for a couple of years, you know, I've not changed with, I've not left, like the same people I started with is who I'm with now and we've got to grow together. They've got to watch me grow. And, you know, we've got really close relationships and it just, I, I think we're all, it's all going to work out just fine. It's going to be, it's
3: going to be a fun 2022 for for you, your family and uh, and all of us keeping up, man. I appreciate you coming on. And uh, dude, I wish you the best of luck next year.
0: Absolutely, man. Thanks for having me on. It's always a good time. It's good to talk to you. And, and like I said, don't forget about
3: me on this
0: way this winter. We'll go have some fun.
3: Trust me, I've got a trip out that way in December, and your phone will All right. ring. All right. I
0: figured. <laughs> just, it would. Just,
3: it's you. coming. Just, just know right here. This is recorded evidence, Cody Huff. <laughs> <laughs> right here. All right. Thanks, man. All right, man. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Cody Huff. Cody, Huff. Central points champ and uh just just out there getting it done. Now, second place in those centrals, and I cannot say his name, and I want to have him on too. Jay correct Something something along those lines. Now, Jay, I'm gonna pull this up right here, real quick. Jay truly, now this is this is coming from um several folks that know Jay. Jay fished he literally fished as a co ang This was his first year fishing the opens, and he knocked out a dang Elite Series berth. First year fishing as a as a as a pro. And that is uh it's pretty impressive, ladies and gentlemen. So shout out to him as well. And then of course, uh, Jay Prize getting to kiss that AOI trophy and making it through the centrals. But yeah, Jay, I apologize for butchering your name. I don't know how to say it. And I never heard Chris Bose say it. Okay, I wasn't, uh, and and Chris probably would have butchered it too. Let's just be honest. Okay, <laughs> I love you, Chris. Got to give him a, got to give him a hard time. Yeah, there's such an influx of these Japanese anglers coming into the elite series. I can't say any of their names either, but with with fear of uh, of butchering them. And it's always funny uh, because Chris, I feel like, pronounces them all different every time he calls them across the stage, and he has to call them a lot because other than Kenta Kimura, I feel like he nails that one, and I nail that one. But uh, a couple of the other guys, they they're a little tricky for us for for a Southern boy like me and a and a uh, former New Yorker like Mister Bose. But uh, want to say to Chris again, congrats! He got a promotion. There at Bass, and uh, it's awesome to see good people getting rewarded for that. And congrats again to all the Elite Series qualifiers. Probably won't get to have any of the Japanese guys on unless my boy uh, Sato will come and uh, interpret my redneck to them. And they're Japanese to me. <laughs> because I'm not good. I'm not good at that I can't can't do it Uh, Appreciate each and every one of you Make sure you go watch Boats and Pros with Andy Morgan That dropped last week If you haven't seen it yet Greatly appreciate that Appreciate each and every one of you Tuning in every single week to this Uh, And the support And the messages And the comments It means more than y'all ever know Especially in the last couple weeks. It's uh it's it's awesome to know that some folks are, are uh you know are thinking about you and on your side. So y'all are awesome out there, you bunch of low lifers. Gonna take you out with Biloxi Blues. Remember to hug your mama, and I will see y'all next time.
2: It happens every night And I ain't never met a riverboat dealer That could ever be a friend of mine The Summer heat never treats me kind It leaves trouble on my mind So I'm bidding farewell, putting in my notes And I'll see you at another time This highway does not know my name And I don't care, no